Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Hopefully, we're online now. Let's see if we are. Goodness gracious. Okay. Uh, yes, there we go. Good. Okay. Well, huge market sell-off today. Wow. Uh, the Dow, the um, the uh, um, Dow Jones took it in the shorts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jan Yellen basically says that if we don't raise the debt limit, um, we are we're going to default on all the government debt. So we'll see how that goes. I don't think there's really an appetite out there to raise the debt ceiling, but we'll see. I mean, you know, um, this is, this is, you know, this is the kabuki dance that we seem to go through all the time. Um, but the uh, bond rates have been going up. That means that basically uh, the U S may not be able to sell any of its debt uh, because frankly uh, the Chinese communist party isn't buying any more of it. And uh <laughs> The Gulf Emirates are not really buying, and Japan isn't buying either. So the Fed has been buying it, and they're saying they're running out of money. So they need to print some more money. <laughs> Must be nice to have that money printing machine in your basement. I certainly don't. Um, but anyways, the uh, it really socked it to the uh, to to the markets today. We took a big dump. We took a big big dump. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have the debt ceiling coming up, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll be able to get it together before then. If not, they're going to probably do a government shutdown. Um, you know, who knows where that's going to go? But it wasn't all bad news. Some of my, <laughs> some things that I had actually went up, and those were mostly shipping and oil in Macy's department store for some reason. I I can't figure that one out, but. Um, you know, hey, it's uh, it's an interest. It's going to be interesting out there. That I can only say, um, you know, September is definitely going out with a bang, and it's not a good sign. So, um, you know, we just kind of got to uh, brace for heavy weather and play a little bit smaller. I'm afraid. Um, just kind of wanted to show you where the indexes were. Um, there was a about a percent, one point six three percent off of the Dow Jones. Uh, it was down 569. The S&P also took a dumper, uh, down about 2%. The NASDAQ, uh, even more, 2.83. Of course, that's where all the growth stocks live. Uh, even the Russell was not uh, unscathed, down 2.25%. And the IBD50, that's basically growth stocks, that was down 5%. So, wow. And this is as of the market close um, today. So I kind of wanted to show you how the Dow sort of, you know, sort of what's going on with that, you know, because we pulled down below that 40-day uh, moving average, and then we kind of bounced, and now we're ball back down. So I'm afraid, you know, the downward trend continues. We thought we had an uptrend going yesterday. I suspect, my guess is, we're going to go to an uptrend under pressure um, tonight. So if you're not on the action trade alerts, highly recommend it. What I'm going to do is when I get notice notice of that, I'm going to be sending out an alert. So to get on the trade alert, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor, and you can get right on those trade alerts. Um, so here's what I've got. I had to trim some today. Wow, I've trimmed a lot. Uh, but I still have American Express. It's down. <laughs> Diamondback Energy, Fang, that's down. Macy's is up oddly. Uh, Palantir is down. Yeah, with a lot of volume, too. And I and I start. I have been selling that. Unfortunately, I'd like to hold on to it, but you know, my my position is moving into cash. That's just kind of the way it is. Salesforce were down hard, 
about uh, about 2.65 percent. So that I may be out of that one too. Starball Carriers, it's up, and I do like that. Dorchester Minerals, this is what I've been accumulating. Interesting enough, this is in the um, you know this is in the oil. This is mainly in the gas area. Uh, from my from what I'm seeing, based on you know based on what I'm seeing out there. Um, we're likely to see this winter, um, gas prices go up a lot. <laughs> so if you're in the Northeast, brace for heavy weather. You might want to get a kerosene heater. Um, I think it's made kind of be expensive, but anyways, one thing you can offset that with Dorchester minerals is big in the natural gas area. So that actually probably will go up, but you know, I, it's, it's really off the back of a lot of people. I think gas prices are going to go up. I was talking to one of my colleagues who is a landman. He's basically an expert in the oil and gas industry. And, and um, matter of fact, uh, we, we are also off, we're going to be doing some offerings of some basically fractional ownerships of um, some oil wells that, uh, that we have, we have in, in, uh, in uh, um, Oklahoma, it's very good. actually it's a very simple. It's it's coming together right now, but uh, he's predicting one hundred dollar barrel oil by the end of the year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens on that. Um, Robert Half, it's down a little bit. Of course, that's the staffing firm, and a lot of you know a lot of people are still having trouble getting staff. Believe it or not, um, Visa that's down pretty sharply. The XLE is doing well though. I've been that's the Energy Select Spider. That one's up a little bit. The QQQ is down. I've been lightening my position in the Qs as well. So, gosh, overall, kind of, kind of a difficult market today. I tell you, it's uh, eh, not, not, not the way we'd like to see it. That's for sure. Um, but uh, and as soon as I can get my cursor, there we go. As soon as I can get my cursor, there we go. <laughs> get my cursor back. I can, um, yeah, let's take some questions here from everybody. Thank you for holding on. I hope that uh, you know. I hope that uh, um, that you've survived. Okay, let's take a look at AMD. Of course, that I had to. I sold out of AMD today. Unfortunately, I really like the stock, but I hit my stop losses, and you know, you know how I trade. It's that's how I do it. Um, so I'm going to show you the annotated chart that I have for um, for. Um, AMD. Let's kind of pull that up. There we go. There's AMD. And <laughs> as you can tell, <laughs> I was stopped out at 102.13. Unfortunately, after hours, it's gone even lower at 190. This is one of the reasons I always use stop losses because, you know, when it when when the selling happens, it really happens. This was my margin in here, as I think you can see this on the chart. Let's uh, zoom in a little bit. I'm going to zoom in and show you kind of the margin that I that I was you know kind of where I was I was, I was expecting it to to uh, to move, and I got stopped out at 102.13. Um, so you know it looks like it's going to settle right back down to the to the um, to the pivot. The pivot on AMD is 122.49, 122.49. So I suspect to see you know tomorrow I expect to see a little bit of a some strength there. We probably will get a little bit of a dead cat bounce. Um, unfortunately, I am totally out of AMD right now, and it's uh, it's it's kind of disappointing because I really do like AMD. I think it's a great uh, it's 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 a it's a great uh, 
it's a great firm and um but you know you just you know when you when when it starts happening like this you just you kind of get out get out of the way um you know it's uh it 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 makes it difficult so let's let's zoom out a little, a little bit there we go okay so now we're back out um you know so you know we we had this very nice run we had this breakout at 95.44 you know i was i was playing this i played this all the way up to about here um and then i and then i got out when i when it pulled back i just started getting back in and of course i got i got rejection at the hoop here uh it is it, unfortunately as of today and this is important uh, to note um the the direction of amd has changed and that is very unfortunate but the direction of amd has changed to a downward trend so currently you know we we, we had that breakout um you know we were, we were going higher but it looks as if um you know the direction of a and d has, has has once again taken this trend this downward this this downward trend that uh you know that were that were happening so what i'm going to do is i'm going to reactivate that line and basically what that line is going to tell us is when we move back to an upward trend but currently we are in a downward trend with uh with amd and that's that's kind of unfortunate because um you know it's a it's a very very good stock really really like it but i'm afraid that you know yeah it's just one of those things so hopefully we'll get some strength at about 101.97 that's what i'm hoping that's kind of where the bottom of the consolidation is and hopefully we'll bounce off there but uh boy i i got i got uh, i got stopped out today on myself so boy yeah it's one of those things all right let's let's look at samuel's question good afternoon jim jim please check home depot and cei please thank you very much for being a fan i really do appreciate that um and days like today it's nice to know that that uh, you have fans <laughs> Uh, oh gosh um so let's take a look at home depot oops let's see if i can let's see if i can kind of zoom in on that a little bit let's go back here so i'm going to try to zoom in a little bit on this chart to kind of give you a a, a look-see on it and kind of look at the action here so basically move over there there we go so basically what happened is that you know we were pulling up to that pivot very nicely that that pivot at 338.55 um we we got rejected at that we got resistance to that it pulled back down first to the 10-day line and then it bounced off the 21 day then it pulled back down to the 21 day line so in terms of home depot in general it's still not acting that badly so if i wasn't down more than seven percent i would hold this one based on this but you know we're sort of trapped in this range we're trying to make it above that 338 level and so so right now i wouldn't be you know i wouldn't be looking to sell it um i definitely think it's going to take another run obviously it's up a little bit after hours two dollars and fifty cents i think this is a little bit of an overreaction 336.30 it's still it's still a good stock i mean so you know, I can't, you know, I can't not like Home Depot. 
I can't I, I can't I can't not like I can't not like Home Depot at these prices. So let's check a few more things with Home Depot here to kind of see, you know, probably not the best day to buy anything today, to be honest with you. But I want to kind of check the the checklist on Home Depot to see kind of where we're going there. But it looks as if uh, we've got a fairly good checklist, a 67% checklist. So that's that's actually pretty good. Um, you know, where we're, where we're falling down, we're, we're, we're falling down on that relative strength. Uh, we're below 80 on the relative strength and earnings and sales. So those are two, the two, one technical criteria and two, uh, and two technical. So let's look at the fundamentals. Let's see kind of, you know, just revisit the fundamentals here a little bit. Uh, so it does appear on the fundamental analysis that the sales are slowing down the last quarter they were only up eight percent i say only that's pretty good uh up but up 33 percent last quarter uh but their earnings and this is the concern here of course is that their earnings are slowing still just a monster cash flow if you look at it 1437 on that uh on, on that uh on that cash flow so it's not a bad stock it's just it's just slowing down and it's not as in necessarily and as good a place as it needs to be. Really like to see. I don't want to add here. I'm really not buying anything today. Don't want to add here. It has a relative strength of 69. So that's the only thing I would say. But if you're in the if you're in the position, I would stay in it. But I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be adding at this point. I just I just wouldn't be adding. You know, we got to see how the market is going to treat us. I mean, that's just that's just the big that's just the big thing here because. Um, you know, until we know a little bit more, it's going to be tough. And I'm sort of pulling back once again. I'm going more into cash. So we'll see tonight if we go to a market trend under pressure, which we may very likely do. Uh, let's look at you, you, you. You, you, you. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Universal Security Instruments. Not a company I'm familiar with that much, but let's take a look at it anyways. Um it seems to be in the security space, not a particularly good area of the market right now. It's basically in the bottom half of the of where the capital is flowing. So I'm not really that excited about that. Uh, also, unfortunately, we have a situation here where it's trading below the 200-day the line. This is really key. I don't like to buy anything below um, the 200-day line. That's just kind of a kind of a thing. If you, if you do, if you, if you adhere to that, you're going to, you're going to tend to get things that are trending up, but um, you know, it's below the 200 day moving. Um, average. So I would, I, I, um, I wouldn't buy. But really, just based on that, um, you know, that alone, we have to be super careful uh, because, you know, below, especially in this market, um, you know, we're if we're trending if we're trending below that uh, that 200-day moving average, it's just it's just not a good thing. So, here's what I would say with um, with this stock, Universal Security Instruments, symbol UUU. I just I just would not buy this one because it is it is below the um, the 200 day moving average. I just think that that's really too low. It does have a fairly good checklist at 67, but 
you know, I just think we got to be very, very careful in this market. The market can the market dynamics have changed somewhat. We're gonna have to wait until and see what happens on this debt ceiling thing. Um, you know, who knows? It may not. You know, they may get the votes to raise the debt ceiling. They may not. So. I think, unfortunately, that's going to cause headwinds for everything. Now, one of the things I did open up uh, today, and I, I put it out there, um, and I want to show it to you, it is I put out a spread on Alibaba. Now, actually, it's gone up a little bit today, but I want to show you this one uh, and, and possibly the spread trade that I have out on it. I don't know. I don't think I have it on the um, on, on, on the uh, action trade alerts yet but I may put this one out tonight as well. This is basically, um, this is the chart of Alibaba. And as you know, the Chinese government has been arresting a lot of the people in that have been in a lot of these companies. And of course, um, um, Alibaba was fined uh, several, I don't know, a tremendous amount of money. They did pay it. It is up a little bit today, up to the 10-day line. But my guess is we're going to fall lower on this. And if so, hopefully... Um, you know, we'll be able to see how that works. So let's kind of just take a look to see how this is going to trade. So I'm going to just take the um, the price here. Okay, let's see. And the and the, basically the last trade on this one was um, 152. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go get the um, the deck for it. Let's see if I can bring that up here. All right. All right, I'm bringing, bringing it up right now. And, of course, everybody in the, in the, in the Discord room, of course, had access to this uh, this morning. Uh, so they might, they might have seen this. But uh, let me put this up kind of here for you. This is the spread trade that uh, I'm considering making on Alibaba. Uh, currently, today, we're, when we started out, we, we basically were even. But today, we're going we're gonna to kind of update this a little bit. So I'm going to update the chart here, and I'm going to show you the, the progress of this bear put spread. This is a bear trade. So with the bear trade, if the stock goes down, then hopefully we'll we'll uh, we'll see some we'll see some nice movement up there. So this is this is where this is where Alibaba closed today. So let's so let's kind of see kind of what's happened with that. Okay, well it closed at this level, so let's put that there. 152. So really, today is kind of you know it's it's not quite the last day of September, but it's getting there. So we went. So we're we're basically a little bit negative right now. We're we're seeing it basically at this about this level, this 152.25 level, and using this chart, it's predicting essentially, basically for today, that the uh, the the um, the expected price price um, is 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 going to be about minus fourteen dollars. So we'll see how we'll see how this one trades. Um, we'll, we'll see we'll see how this one trades. But if you want to get access to this and take a look at this trade, you definitely can. Uh, we we definitely have the. Let's see if I can bring that up. So. That's basically, I'm going to just copy that link, and I'm going to put that out there essentially to everybody out there so that if you're watching at home or, you know, if you're watching at home, if you're watching um, and you, you want to take a look at this at, at this uh, deck, very easy to do. I'm just going to put the, um, 
uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put the, 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 the banner up here. This is the, this is the address that you need to, to go to for the, uh, for the trade on Alibaba. If you're interested in it, it's a bear, uh, put spread and, uh, it's HTTP slash colon colon. I mean, it's, it's colon slash slash opcalc.com slash capital B lowercase P and uppercase P. So if you do that, you will get uh, access to the trade and uh, you can see it right from there. So uh, that's, that's a, that's a good way. That's a good way to go on this trade, but that is the, um, you know, that is the Alibaba um, uh, put spread. Okay. On Alibaba. So if you want to take a look at this trade, uh, I definitely have it up right now and uh, I have updated it for, um, you know, for what's going on today. Uh, it's a bear put spread. And if Alibaba goes down, then this goes up. And so this kind of gives you an idea of this sort of the profit zone here as it goes down. You can see the trend has been down. So that's where I entered the, the trade. We, we had a little bit of a dead cat bounce. So hopefully if it moves lower, then I think we will see uh, we will see a nice, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see a nice a trade on that. So, um, but anyways, that's available uh, at the uh, address uh, that I'm, it's up on the screen now. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's take a look at some of the um, people on, uh, I'm losing money on ETC. Should I sell it? Good question. Good question. So let's look at ETC and let's kind of see, you know, it, the, the, the answer is always, it depends. <laughs> it depends on where you bought it, but let's look at ETC on the chart. Let's kind of just, you know, answer this question um, for, I think it's S H I R underscore four underscore five. Okay. Well, um, this is, let's put ETC in there. And by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, well, goodness, why isn't that coming up? Uh, ET, oh, on ETC, should I sell it? Absolutely. If you're down, and I guess this is erythium. I guess, you know, if you're down more than about about 7%, you should consider selling. I, I, know, this, I know this is painful, but now is time to preserve your capital. Let's just kind of look on, in terms of the, the bit, the, the crypto, let's look on, let's look at on GBTC. And see, um, you know, it's down today again. No surprise. The uh, as we all know, the Chinese government has banned it. And I, I saw some articles saying, "Well, this is really good for for um, for Bitcoin." I don't think so. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I could believe that that banning Bitcoin was a good thing. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is down. It's below the 200-day moving average. So if you're looking, if you're kind of looking for sort of a, um, a, a, a telltale that's going to tell you the direction of the market, I'm afraid, at least for right now, it looks as if, um, you know, people are probably going to be selling their, some of their Bitcoin positions, at least, for, at, least, at least probably in the next week or so. They're really going to have to find out whether or not the debt ceiling is going to be raised. If the debt ceiling isn't going to raise, I, I, I have a feeling that it's going to hang up in Congress and we're not going to get a resolution to it. So we may have some short-term pain here in the market and uh, we'll see. But, you know, eventually, 
you know, the government checks will probably continue to roll on, but it's good, but they're going to inflict some pain. People do not want to pass that $3 trillion spending bill. I just, they're not going to do it. So, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a little dicey, uh, for, for a while. I'm afraid <laughs> as this thing metastasizes. All right. Uh, can you say something about plug? And this is coming also from, um, uh, from TikTok. Let's look at plug. You know, plug has not been good. And I talk about this almost every day. I, somebody must have a very large position in this. You know, I, it's under the 200 day moving line. Um, you know, I would like to say that it's going to go up. I, I, you know, I, I really would, but I just, I think you got to sell. I think you got to sell now. Now I could be so wrong on this. I mean, it could just turn around and, and go North, but you know what? Here's the thing. Last year, the alternative energy was doing really, really well, but this year oil is the, is the place to be. So you don't really want to be in plug power right now. Where you want to be is in one of the, the oil stocks. That's kind of where you want to be. So let me put up WLL. This is when you might want to look at Whiting Petroleum. This is the kind of stock you want to see. It's going from basically from Los Angeles here to New York. You can see that's a nice, that's, it's moving up. So you, instead of being in some of the alternative energy stocks, it's probably best because we're going to have a lot of inflation, I'm afraid. It's probably going to be best to be in some of the oil stocks. If you'll notice, the U.S. E&P, it's 11 out of 197. So very strong area in the market. Uh, let's kind of take a look at that to see sort of where it is the strongest. Well, here are the strongest of the E&P stocks. Of course, Denbury Resources is right at the top. Matador, that's another one. That's actually based here in Dallas. Kind of interesting. Uh, Fang, I have Fang. But uh, but let's look at Matador because Matador may have set up as well. Let's kind of look at that. Let's look at that chart a little bit here to see, because you know I don't want to be all doom and gloom. You know I, I don't you know I don't want to you know the techs aren't doing well, but you know Matador is setting up very nicely. You know there's a nice 3805 uh, buy point. So you know here's here's what I here's what I would say about um, you know about kind of kind of what's going on. Um, so uh, MTDR. Uh, is setting up, and of course at um, at a um, thirty eight uh, a thirty eight oh five buy point. Of course, it is a it is a um, you know it it is a uh, uh, it's an oil stock. I mean, and that's sort of. You know, so I want—I just don't, I don't want to give all doom and gloom because the techs aren't doing very well today. But Matador, which is an oil stock, seems to be setting up very nicely, um, and it does look like it's just about ready to move past a buy point 3805. So this is very good action here. I want to look at the uh, kind of the checklist. It's got a hundred percent checklist, so that's really good. Um, you know, unfortunately, because of you know things that are going on out there and in the world, we're probably going to see a lot of inflation. And one of the areas in which we're going to see a lot of inflation is in the price of oil. And so the existing oil companies, especially the E&P ones, the, the expiration and production companies are going to do fairly well. And, uh, and Matador Resources is right at the top of the list. There are several really good ones that I kind of want to bring your attention to. And if you don't want to, and if you don't want to be in any one company, you could just use the, um, uh, the XLE, which is the uh, Select Spider for Energy, that might be good too. The number one currently is Denbury, but it's not viable. Well, 
yeah, it's not viable and it's pulled back a little bit. So I'm not, I'm not as bullish on Denbury as, uh, uh, you know, as, as in some of the, in some of the other ones, but let's take a look at, uh, the other ones mattered one, of course. And then I, and then I bought, Fang, you know, I've been buying Fang. Uh, that's Diamondback. It pulled back a little bit today, pulled back a little bit today, but you know, it was up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days in a row. So, you know, it had to take off time, you know, as they say, you know, you know, we, we, we work, um, you know, in a week we have to take off Saturday. So we have to take one day a week off. That's, that's what's sad. So it did take one day a week off, but Fang, I still like this one a lot as well. It's got a very high relative strength at 96. I did buy at 93, 70, 76. I'm up a little bit still. It pulled back, but I think we're going to start to see some nice movement in this one. This is Diamondback Energy symbol F A N G. So I want to just put up there, and it's Diamondback Energy, and it's F A N G is the symbol on a fang. So, so this is one. This one has a very nice chart, and I think, um, you know, if you if if you if you're looking for something to buy, you know, here's the thing: as they say, that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So if you've been buying tech and, you're, and it's going down on you, maybe you will consider moving to a different part of the market. One of the areas of the market that might do, you might do well in is in the energy sector because it has been in, in the top uh, for really the last six months, this area of the market. So, and I do kind of expect that we will continue to see, uh, you know, I, I, th I do expect we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see a lot of strength there. So let's take another question from, uh, from, um, MU. Okay, so MU, um, MU of course, is um, Micron. And I guess, did they go through earnings? I can't remember. Yeah, they did. Boy, their earnings were really good, and they went down. <laughs> so there you go. There's there's the reality of the market. You see, and, and, I, and I made a little note here on the third, 23rd. I, I really, I'm not, I'm not buying Micron right now. I do like the company, but the reason I'm not buying it is because Unfortunately, it is below this 200-day line. I kind of have a rule that I use. I don't like to buy below the 200-day the, the 200 line. It just I found that, in, you know, I, I've, I've found that it, um, you know, so, so, so my rule is not to buy below the 200-day moving average line so i just really don't i really don't want to 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 um to buy below that 200 day moving average it's just it's just too risky so with mu even though it looks you know they had some good earnings you know now that the earnings are finished i think that you know that might look that might you might be able to get back in, but here's the problem that I have with MU. Yes, it did reverse higher. It's moved above the reversal line, but it's still below that critical 200-day moving average. So I just wouldn't buy it at this level. I just I know it's I know it's really 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 <laughs> painful because I like the company, but I just don't think it has a good enough checklist in this market. 67. So my my take on it is. Um, you know, my 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 take on is uh, you know, watch list MU um, for now. 
and you know that's that's kind of where that's that's kind of kind of where I'm at on it. Uh, oops, I'm back. That's kind of where I'm at, at on it. I mean, you know, I just don't think right now you can buy this one. It's below the 200-day line. It is reversing higher, but it's very weak. They had good earnings, but it wasn't good enough. So let's look at the fundamentals here. They just reported earnings. Their sales were up a beautiful 26, uh, 36%, and their, and their, then their profits were up 129%. You say, well, Jim, that doesn't make any sense. They've got profits that are going up, and so their stock is going down. What gives? Well, what gives is, you know, it's it's a total buy on rumor, sell on news. Um, their, their, their numbers were very, very good, but, you know, Micron just just is is one of those stocks that's tough to trade, and I just never trade it through earnings. I always sell it before earnings when I when I've traded it. It's got an excellent return on equity, nine percent. It's got lots of cash flow, but you know, right now, um, you know, the hype isn't on it, and um, so I wouldn't recommend buying this one until it turns upwards. Currently, again, it's in this downward trend. I just don't like to buy in a downward trend. I especially don't like to buy below the 200 day moving average so that's kind of that's kind of my take on mu um let's take a look at tesla tesla's a different story interestingly enough i have a spread on tesla and so let's 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 take let's take a look and see how that one's doing well tesla has been holding firm interestingly enough uh currently uh after you know it's updating it it's 777 so it held very nicely it's definitely an upward trend i mean it did pull off a little bit today but it's in an upward trend so let's kind of see let's kind of look in to see kind of on how the how the spread trade that i have on it is 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 doing so let me just kind of see if i can bring that up here and um let's see if i can put that up here what I'm doing is I have this this um, this spread spread trade on Tesla that I don't know if you saw it because you know you know if you're in if you're of course you're in the Discord room you're going to see it uh, but uh, yeah this is the, my bull calendar it's not a call spread calendar spread on Tesla so there we go so we're gonna we're gonna pull that up and show everybody that let's see if we can take a look at that um at that right now okay it's a bull calendar spread which is a little different the way a bull calendar spread works is that you you don't you don't have them the both both uh calls on the same day you you stagger them and what i did when i opened this one is that i bought the october 22nd 780 call and then i simultaneously sold the 780 call but but uh, for I, I, I'm sorry, I bought the 20, the October 22nd 780 call, and I sold the October 8th 780 call. So this this one that I sold is running out very very quickly, and we can we can kind of see kind of where it is currently, and and we where the expected price of this is. So today, uh, Tesla basically let's see where it closed. Okay, okay. So Tesla today closed at 777.56. So let's see if I can kind of move these things around. So it's the 28th, and we're going to go to 777. So we're going to bring that right down to here. There we go. So the value of this spread currently 
is about, I'm going to put this in here. It's about right here. It's about, it's about at that number. There we go. For this spread. So we're doing fairly well in the spread. I don't intend to, to close it because as you can see if I hold onto the spread and it just stays flat, you know, or possibly goes up to, to about 780, we'll make it, we'll make, we'll probably make all the money on this one because we're right in the sweet spot. The sweet spot would be basically right at 780. That's where we would make the maximum. So, so I'm going to be holding onto this. Uh, this one has a potential of uh, a 13.59 return, or about 150% on the risk. Uh, and I entered this one. Let's see. I entered this one on the 20th. So we've only been in this uh, in this trade just a little bit of time. Not very very long um, have we been in this trade. If you want to take a look at this at this uh, trade, super easy to do. Let me just put up the um, the uh, um, link for it on the screen. Let's see if I can do that. Okay. And this is Tesla. And this will give you access to the deck. So let's see. Uh, there we go. So this, if you're interested in the spread trade on Tesla, as I, as I put it, you can definitely put this, you can put this in there. So uh, to access the calendar Um, bull put spread on Tesla. Just just uh, put this into your browser here. Let me let me give you the give me give you the um, the um, the information here. So if you're interested in entering this trade, um, I mean taking a look at it. Not necessarily entering it, but this is the Tesla calendar bull put spread, and it's basically https colon um, slash slash bitly.com bitly bit dot ly slash three ap lowercase capital p ly lowercase h lowercase i. So, and if and if and if uh, by the way, we're going to be this is recorded so. Um, you can you can roll this back if you need to see that particular uh, that particular address. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, uh, you can just jump on over to Dallas Trading Floor, and um, I think I, I think it um, my profile I think I have this on it, or or you can just go to YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor to see this particular trade. All right, thank you for that. Let's go to the next one. Uh, we took up a little bit about Tesla. Uh, oh, here for a good question. Thank you. Jim, uh, how do you decide to draw a descending line and decide if a breakout is uh, interesting uh, when you show it on the chart but but uh, looks good? Um, but when I do it, it doesn't help. Okay, sorry about that. Um, here's, how, here's how I do a trend line breakout. And this is kind of a cool thing. Uh, you know, I'm always really, I'm, I'm always really interested in, in doing. That. So let's take a look at some breakouts, and I kind of want to show you what I'm talking about here. Uh, and let's 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 look at some recent breakouts. Um, and I'm just gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put this up on the screen here, and let's see if we can get that up for everybody. Uh, all right, so here's what I'm gonna do. Um, this is for this is for kind of recent breakouts. 
and I want to show you how they break out. All right, so this is Jones Lang LaSalle. Okay, this is a property management company. And here's here's the way I would evaluate. Now, this one's already broken out, so it's a little bit after the fact. But what we're trying to do here is we're trying to buy as the stock is moving from a downward motion. Oops. It's moving from a basically a, um, a sort of a downward trend to an upward trend. And, and, and the way we do that is we buy we do this trend line. And so what I do is typically I go up to the top where it, where it's made the top. Now, not quite here, but where it has a bar. And then I draw a line and I draw it through one and possibly two other high points. And then I draw it like that. Okay. Now, I'm going to set an alert on that. Now, my software lets me do this. So this is kind of unusual. So we have this line that I've drawn here. Well, what this is, is that when the stock changes its trend, and hopefully I can get this to, for some reason it's not wanting me to do that. Uh, let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can get it to, well, anyways, okay. So it's, it's for some reason, my, my, it's stuck here a little bit on, on this. It's showing the date of, and don't, so disregard this, this, but uh, this, this, this little yellow thing. But anyways, what happened is, it came down, and then when it reversed, and you notice how it reversed right about at the 200-day line, and that's this black line here. And so what I want to do is I want to set an alert on that. So as it moves up, that's where I want to start to try to get in. I'm probably going to look to buy possibly a half position there, and then if it really shows strength, I'll buy another half position there. That mean, That means that I have a full position before it ever goes to the pivot. The pivot is 50, in this case, for CF Industries, it's 57.19. That's where the pivot is. So what I'm trying, what I'm doing here with this line is I'm trying to see if there's a change in direction. And that is the key. If there's a change in direction, um, you know, on the, on, on the, you know, on the motion. So let's zoom in a little bit here and I'll show you this. And hopefully this will yeah, there, move in a little bit. So you can see it a little bit, little bit easier. All right. Okay. So I'm going to kind of just go over here and sort of, sort of show you there. Okay. So now we've zoomed in quite a bit and I don't know if I can, I don't know if it's going to let me. No, I don't think it is. Unfortunately, there's a limitation when it gets to about 200%. There we go. So when it, when it gets to the very high magnifications, it's tough to see this. But this is the trend line that I drew. And, and this trend line basically is, is showing it, it's below this trend line, the, the, the stock is trending lower. When it crosses above this trend line, that's no, when we know we have a directional change. I like to buy when there's a directional change. This is what they call buying on the reversal. So if you if you see it go like that, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always move up quickly from that. But typically, a stock will 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 come down. This is in a basing pattern. It'll come up from a high, and then it it will stop, and then it will kind of come down. This is what the basing period is. And then, when you want to buy it, when you want to start looking to buy it, is when it reverses higher because then it will reverse. And then typically, if this if everything is going well, it'll typically move much higher, much quicker. Up and so, also you want to take a look at the volume. If you'll notice, when it changed direction, all right, and, I'm, and that's the reversal right there. You'll notice that it had some of the highest volume. That's also a key that 
not only is it going to move higher, but it's moving higher on higher volume. That means a character change in the direction of the stock. And this is a very good place to buy because typically many people that were going to sell it were going to take a bid. Those are what they call the weak hands. Those people were, were washed out. There weren't any more of them. The only people that are holding at that point are the strong hands, the people that are not going to sell unless you come up to their ask price. So if they have, you know, they have a higher ask price and you want the stock, you got to buy it. So that's why you can see the increasing volume and then the, the change. And that is how you see a change in the character and direction of the stock. Now, as we reach the, the pivot, which is 5719, you can see that the, the volume goes down here a little bit. That means fewer, fewer people are willing to sell it, but they are not, they're, they're, they're wanting to hold it on. So that's pushing the price even higher. So I anticipate with this one, we may see this move above uh, the pivot. But anyways, that's how, that's what the pivot, that's what the reversal line is. And that's how you, you analyze it to see if, if it, if it makes sense to buy it. And I like to buy them on those reversals in the, you know, that if, but unfortunately they haven't been working <laughs> this week. They haven't been working as well as it normally does. But uh, if you're buying on those reversals, that could be sometimes one of the best places to buy a stock is, is as it, as it is reversing uh, to one of those, uh, it, as, it re, as it was reversing, moving from a downward trend to an upward trend. Let's look at SGMS for Polly. Thank you. Um, SGMS. Okay. This is looking good. Scientific games. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, uh, you know, in, interesting, um, uh, interesting chart. There was a buy point at 75.21. That's right here. You can see it. Yeah, that's right here. We're extended right now. So I wouldn't buy this one. This is a tough market to buy in. Right now, it's just a very difficult market um, to buy in. But this one is extended a little bit. So I kind of want to take a look at it. It's got a very, very good checklist. So here's here's the thing. You know, gosh, I would just wait on this one and see if it comes back into the buy zone. But uh, right now, I think what you got to do on this one is that, you know, this one is, um, you know, it's extended. Um, uh, don't buy above uh, and then it's really this about this let's see if I can give you an exact number trying to yeah it's not letting me there we go okay so yeah 78.95 so 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 really you know unfortunately this Unfortunately, this stock right now is extended. So I think if you're going to buy this, wait until it pulls back into the buy zone at about 78.95. I wouldn't buy this one right now. It's it's a little bit extended. See, here's the thing: you can buy the best stock in the world, but if you buy it at the wrong place, it can really hurt you because it'll pull back. Now, the way stocks trade typically is that they they'll trade up to a buy point and then they'll trade within that range and then you know then if they get more if it gets more power it'll move above so it it doesn't go up straight it kind of goes up like stepping stones so the step or the pivot on scientific games is at 7521 
were above that. It pulled above that, but now and 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 it's done and it's moved it's moved above that, but we're just a little bit too far extended from that seventy five twenty one price. So I would I would watch this one. I would not buy this one current. I wouldn't buy this one in the uh, it, where it is now. I just I wouldn't because um, you know it's just. It's extended, and even though it's a good stock, it's got an excellent checklist. Um, you know, I just think we got to be super careful in this market. So that's just the, the long and the short of it. Let's look at Rig. This is, um, I think, Rig is uh, TransOcean, if I'm not mistaken. This is, I was working, yeah, look at that. Nice, nice movement on TransOcean here. Um, of course, this is based in Houston, Texas. This is in the oil and grass drilling area. This hasn't been a great area. There's a lot of, idle rigs right now. I think if you go out to the middle of the airport, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of drilling rigs out there. There's, the rig can is down right now, if you follow that, uh, like I do. Uh, but on rig, TransOcean, let's, let's look at the weekly chart, because the, the, the daily chart's a little bit noisy. So let me take a look at the, um, you know, at the, at the, uh, at the weekly chart. If you're looking at the daily chart, let's see if there's if there's a reversal that we can we can look at. Um, it does look like this is the reversal line. It does look like that is the reversal line. So I'm going to set an alert on. No, it's not really on the. I want to set alert on that line. Here's the here's the thing about Transocean. It's very volatile. It's got a nice, very nice relative strength at 97, but you know it, it trades under 10 dollars. So it is a little bit um, it's it's a little bit low on that. But here's what I do like about that. Look at the very nice volume that's come in. This is the average. So we're way above the average. And by the way, this is a logarithmic scale here. It's not linear. So this, is, this isn't this is just twice as much. It's like 10 times as much as normal volume. So this is a very strong. So somebody's buying rig. Somebody is definitely buying rig. There's no question about it. Let's look at the checklist to see. Now, this has a lower checklist. Part of the reason is it's an under $10 stock. And a lot of times... Companies won't invest in under ten dollars stock. I want to kind of look at the ownership here. It's still, but it still has 286, 268 funds in it. So that in and of itself is 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 good. Let's kind of look at the fund ownership. The reason I want to look at the fund ownership is I want to see if there are any triple A, if there are any A plus funds in it. Well, there's a few A minus funds in it. That's interesting. Vanguard Capital Opportunity and Total Stock Market Index. Eh, that's not that's kind of an index fund. Um, large cap growth. That's interesting. So it's mostly the B and C class funds, but there are some A's sort of in there. So here's the thing I would say with rig. I wouldn't, you know, this is a tough one because it's just moved above that 200 day line. So you probably could start nibbling here, but I wouldn't recommend more than about a quarter position. So, um, you know, I definitely think you could start buying here. Uh, you have to be really careful on, on this because it's such a cheap stock. It's very volatile. So, you know, possibly a one-quarter position. Maybe. <laughs> possibly one-quarter position. I'm just going to put a question mark on that because, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you, I think this not may not be a bad area to have exposure to. Um, I think this might not be a bad area to have exposure to. I just think that, that you know, you know, if we have uh, in a lot of inflation, you know, oil is going to be doing very, very well, and the other areas are not going to be. That said, let's kind of take a look. I want to look at the areas of the market that are doing the best, because I think you know it's kind of a mystery. There's been so much rotation this year 
um, it, it's just it, it's amazing. It's sort of like you know one one group will move up and and then you know all of a sudden it will move down. It's just it's it's a really tough market to trade because there's you know in a normal downtrend we would have just you know people would have just gone out of the market. But because there's been so much stimulus in the market, uh, it's just you know it's it, it money is just sloshing from one side of the the market to the other so this is the this is basically the list of the of the sectors that are doing the best the number one believe it or not area is coal <laughs> that's hard to believe isn't it coal is the number one area retail department stores is good now i have macy's in here i want to kind of look at the retail department stores. this is the number two area of the market right now and i only have one stock in this area currently and believe it or not, that's Macy's. <laughs> it's number three after um, after Dillard's. And I don't know the Sendas. I don't know what this one is. But Macy's, I do own. And then it's a little ahead of Kohl's. These are, you always want to buy the very strongest ones that you can. Now, this is Macy's, as you can see how I've bought it. The reason I bought it is not I'm not in love with department stores. There's I just am not. But... This is why I bought it. Now, could you buy it at this level? No, because unfortunately, it's extended. <laughs> it's extended. So even though this is strong, I just wouldn't buy this one uh, right now because it's just you've got to be careful in this market. So, um, you know, even the, you know, uh, Macy's is strong, but <laughs> extended. So, watch list only. So even though this is a, even even though this is a really good stock, I was I've been buying it for the last few weeks. It's extended now, and so you can really only watch this. But this is one of the strongest areas in the market right now, retail department stores, if you can believe it. So let's see if there's any other opportunities, you know, in the market to 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 see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. You know, look back at the at the screen here to see if we have any other areas of opportunity. Oops, that's not the right one. If we have any other oppor opportunities in the market to buy. Uh, let's see. No, that's not the right one. That's not right one. Oh, that's the right one. There we go. Good. All right. So, no, that's that's not right one. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, sorry about that. I, I had it up, but I, you know, for some reason I, I, I got it left off the screen. So let's see if I can pull that up again. There we go. All right. So basically this, the number one area of the, of the market right now is coal. Number two, realty, uh, real, uh, department stores, consumer loans, finance. This one might be good. Now, you know, uh, this is one we could also look for, for things in. This is a group of this is an area in the market, and it looks as if Santander Commercial. This one, this one has this one's good, but it just hasn't been. It, it's just very, very tight. As you can see, I've owned it, but it's very, very. It's I, I you know, I'm probably not as interested in it right now, just because it isn't moving very much, and I want to see something move more. Now, I have had some, I had some, have some, some luck in this area of the market currently. It's the shipping area. And I do own Starbulk, which is Matson's on there. Okay, so this is Matson's the top, Pangea Zim, 
All right, let's look at all the stocks. Let, let's let's look at all the stocks in the group. I currently have Starbuck, which is the number four one. It's it's not the biggest, but it seems to be working out for me at least for right now. So I'm going to kind of pull up the screen for Starbuck. This is also potentially buyable. Um, here's what you you can look at. There is potential of buying it off of this reversal. So here's what I would here's what I would consider doing. I think that I think even if the market is bad, I think you can still buy it as it, it seems to be going higher. But here's what I would do on this one. This is a tough one to buy because it's already already gone up. But what but but what I think you can do if this thing moves above about 24, I think you can possibly buy it. So here's what I would recommend on how to buy how to buy a stock like this. Um, if you if you're going to buy a stock like this, you can use a buy stop limit order, where the limit uh, where the limit is going to be equal to twenty four dollars, and the stop no I'm sorry, where the stop is equal to $24 and the limit is equal to 24.10. And what do I mean by that? Well, what do I mean? What I mean by that is that Starbulk is probably going to continue to do it. So uh, this is one of the best areas of the market right now, symbol SBLK. Now I do own this one, so I probably shouldn't talk too much about it. But, but basically I do think that it's looking like it's making an attempt to move up to the buy point and if it moves beyond that reversal you can definitely buy it now i did i started buying it as it moved above the 21 day line you can also possibly buy it at 24 dollars. so here's what i would do um oh and by the way we have we have changed the market is under pressure unfortunately so we got to be really careful so we probably don't want to do this one we probably don't want to do this one for tomorrow um I just got I just got word from us from uh, from one of the kind people in the Discord room that the, there is we have a market trend under pressure. So the question is what to do when we have the market trend under pressure. And basically, what you need to do, let me see if I can uh, open that up and let's let's see if I can get that symbol up there for you because I think it's you know this is this is something. We're, we've, we're back to a market trend under pressure, so we're going to have to be much more defensive than we've been um, in the last. So, so basically, let's see. Let's let's put this in here. So, market trend under pressure, and let's see if we can get some more information and how many distribution days that we've had. Let's just kind of put this all in here as well. Boy, we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff down today we do have we do have matadors up though that's very interesting to me um you know that that indeed is interesting so let me just put some of this information up we did have a, a change in the direction of the market so let's see if i can um let's see if i can put that up here for everybody on the screen there we go hold on yep. okay this is the and I'm just putting up stuff that I've clipped out here. 
There we go. So, um, okay. So this is sort of the recap of the action today, and it's important to note. I'm going to put this out in an email to everyone, but um, you know, but basically, uh, here's here's the situation. Uh, we are in a market trend. Oops. Hopefully I get it back here. So we are in a market trend under pressure right now. And um, what that means is, uh, you know, what, what, that, what that means is that we've got to, to basically start reducing our positions. Once again, uh, we've got to start reducing our um, the main indexes are below the 50-day moving average. This is why I talk about this 50-day moving average so much. What this 50-day moving average says is that is there money coming into the market or going out of the market? Once below the 50-day line, it's going out of the market on all the indexes. So the main indexes are below the 50-day line. It's time to reduce our position and wait for, for an uptrend. Basically, we've had six distribution days on the S&P and six on the NASDAQ. So this is definitely a – we probably – we may – by by Tuesday – by Wednesday, we may be going to a full market, um, uh, a, a, a market. You know, we might might go to a full market retreat. But currently, very little is up. Of course, we were talking about Matador. That's one of the oil stocks. Uh, it's up in volume. It's up in price. And then um, um, COP is. Oh, I don't. I don't. I can't remember what COP is. But look, everything else is down. Adobe, Google, uh, um, Asmail. Um, uh, just everything, pretty much everything is down in mode. Microsoft, uh, everything is down down. So basically, what we got to do is, uh, you know, we're getting a change in the direction of the market. So basically, what we have to do now is, um, you know, reduce exposure to the market. Consider going. 50% cash. So that's kind of what I would recommend right now. Um, you know, we just need to, we just we need to reduce the exposure uh, to the market. Oops. We just need to reduce exposure to the market right now and consider going, <sighs> going about 50% cash. So I will be back tomorrow. By the way, I'm going to put out, um, uh, I'm probably going to put out an alert tonight you know, now that we've changed the market trend under pressure, if you're on the action trade alerts, and I hope you are, it's super easy to get on to the, the action trade alerts. All you have to do is go to www Dallas trading floor. So uh, just go to www Dallas trading floor and first and last name and an email address so that we can contact you. Market has changed from a, um, uh, a confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure. We want to be at about 50% cash. We really don't want to be initiating any new positions. And uh, we kind of have to wait until the next uptrend, uh, confirmed uptrend happens. We may go to a market in correction. Uh, hopefully we won't, um, but uh, we may go to a market in correction. If we go to a market in correction, then we want to move out even further and possibly move to some, some uh, positions that are uh, going to be... Um, you know, going to be more bearish in nature. And I do have some bear trades on uh, as well. And uh, so that's kind of the, that's kind of the situation 
here. So I will be back tomorrow at the same time, 3.30. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And, uh, you know, I hope that uh, <laughs> I hope this, this won't be too painful. I hope this one. I hope this one won't be too painful. But consider reducing your position now, probably to about fifty percent cash, and then waiting to see kind of what's going to happen. Until tomorrow at three thirty. Happy trading.